sometimes I, 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 I... Oh, that was weird. Sometimes I don't want to get the shovel out and dig that deep. You don't want to. I hate going through the internet and make and reading things that make me want to gouge my eyes out. Yeah, our bumblebutt search history on Google is a dark place. It's I don't like when I start typing things in and then I'm like, geez, I don't like these autocompletes <laughs> no. whatsoever. I wanted to ask you something here. So, but my favorite game series. Resident Evil, right? Resident Evil. And shout out to Jason. Thank you for trying Resident Evil 7. He said he got a little spooky, but he's getting through it. Good shout job. out, Jason. But I was watching this uh, YouTuber I kind of been enjoying lately. He So he was breaking down the story of Leon, right? Mm. I didn't even realize in Resident Evil 4, he's supposed to be like a disgruntled alcoholic. Did Leon you know Kennedy that? is? Yes. He's in way too good a shape. He, like, apparently Raccoon City fucked him up so much he's now a drunk and, like, a loner. That's his backstory. Well, he does look like a sad boy with a sad boy haircut. And if you look on, like, look at his face in the game, he does kind of have, like, a, I don't know, worn out alcoholic's face a little bit. Yeah, he looks tired. So, but I just figured that was because of Las Plagas. <laughs> Apparently, that's his backstory. I didn't even know that. That blew my mind. I didn't know if you knew that. I had no idea. Because I'm like lightly addicted to Resident Evil 2 remake. Still, you just keep going back to it, huh? I I'm trying to get S plus and everything, all Fuck. the modes there, and it's very frustrating because you have to uh, in the second playthrough you have to beat it in two hours. And you can only save it three times, and it's yeah, it, it's it's a challenge. Sometimes you know you just get you get bit by one zombie, you get out of him, you turn around, then you get bit by another one, you turn around, then Tyrant hits you and you're dead. And yeah, you got to start all over because you can only save three times. So you're gonna figure out the speedrun strats and go for the world record or what? <laughs> I don't think I can do that. I did watch that one guy Bok Chicken Bok Soup or something. He he got the world record for like uh the second playthrough of Claire. How many minutes is that? It's like under an hour. Hell yeah. On hardcore, which is insane. It's uh I just think about those poor bastards that have hour plus runs and they get to like fifty minutes and it's just like reset. So they fuck up and just have to reset the whole thing. I th- I think the good thing about the speedrunning world right now is that they can continuously keep trying and not get too despaired because they have the backing of their Twitch followers. True. So they just want to watch it. So True. they still are getting paid. Plus with quarantine. To do it. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I imagine before that, it was a very lonely existence to be yeah. a speedrunner. Because only your community was watching you, you know? It's a lot, like it, back in the day when people were mailing in their mm. Super Metroid speedrun tapes mm-hmm. and being like, ooh, I can look at the new jump that they did here. Has your boy Caleb broken any recently? I haven't been watching him. Oh, you haven't been uh, watching him? I haven't been watching him. I've been gearing up to start the uh, start the ooh, own Bumblebutt yes, Twitch. fuck yeah. I can't wait till you start doing that. I know a lot of people like to watch you. I got a few weeks unemployment left before I got to start actually looking for a job, so... Uh, might as well get in there. Might as well twitch it the, up for a while. Now, I was kind of you know helping design your thing. Oh and yeah, I, I put the, the the I don't know. I put Tetris blocks around. I thought that was Adam. I thing. liked it. And I, when I was looking up pictures of Tetris, is the one you play like the real flashy one? The oh, Tetris? the uh, Tetris. Um, it looked real trippy, kind of Tetris effect. I have that is, on PS4. Okay, but 
I like to play a lot of multiplayer. Mm. So Puyo Puyo Tetris is the one that you play for multiplayer. Okay, Puyo Puyo. What the hell is that? That's the one where it's the little colored blobs, and you have to get four in a row, and then they break. So then... that's kind of like Tetris Attack, isn't it? Yeah. That's why they bungle, bundled them into one game. Puyo, is it, is Puyo. it actually like a legit Tetris sponsored game or whatever? Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't Puyo Puyo like a fish in one of the animes? Uh, Ponyo, Ponyo, Ponyo <laughs> of the sea. I see all them Yakuza games are on sale. Fuck yeah. Maybe you should get, you try those out if you haven't, I guess. Who, me? Anybody. Oh, yeah, anybody, anybody out I ha- there. I, I have them all already. You love them. Yes. You go to bat for them, bad oh, boys. Oh, you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Bubble Butt Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that uploads weekly. Who knows what it'll be about? Certainly not me. My name is Adam. Sitting across me as ever. As ever. <laughs> as always, I think you're looking for there. I think so, yeah. As always is Cody. Hello, Adam. Hey, buddy. How are you handling the the loss last week? Are you okay? Uh, Yeah, I'm just done with it. <laughs> I'm just fucking done with the Vikes for the year. I just want to see Kirk Cousins go bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's all I want. Just... Go to the Jets or wherever the hell. No, Aaron Rodgers has to go to the Jets for one year, and then we'll take him. And then he afterwards. has to show his dick to somebody. To a Jets reporter. That's absolutely right. I think we should all, we need to bring awareness to the power of Dana Kirkpatrick's crystals right now. Because mm-hmm. somehow she has made a focusing iris that has made Aaron Rodgers look like he did eight years ago or nine years ago. Wait, now. are they still together? I think so. Wow. And Jordan brought to the fact that she's like a crystal girl. Wow. Uh, and I know Tom Brady's wife was also into that. Giselle. And apparently she's a bit psychic too. She told, allegedly the story goes that one of the Super Bowls, I think it was before the Eagles ones, she informed Tom that he's not going to win it. You're going to lose this one, Tommy. And she said, don't worry, Tom, you're going to win the next one. You though. will come back stronger than so, ever, Tom. I Do you want to hear... From your significant other that you are about to fail in one of the biggest moments of your life? That's the curse of Olivia Munn as well. Is it? The Witch of Lambeau for a while. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was my favorite when all the uh, deeply religious Green Bay fans got into the mix and said she was a witch. So funny. Putting a curse or hex on him. Uh, I don't know why they don't like her. Why would they hate her so much? Well, she ripped Aaron away from his family. He did that to himself. Yes, he did. I don't know if it's him or if his own family's crazy, but one something in there. Maybe all of it. Just I know put he, it all in a shaker. His brother was on what the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. That's right. Yeah, yeah. he seemed okay. He but seemed that's like for a, TV. Yeah, exactly. You never know. You, we don't know about the Rogers family. You want to email us, Rogers family? Please do give us insights. Clear speech. this up for us, <laughs> yeah. Rogers. Clear this up for us now, <laughs> yeah. uh, Cody. Why don't you take it away? All right, well, we're going to dive into a, uh, uh, I guess, a saga that we, we've done about three times now, and it's been about, I think, six months since we've done one last. It yes. Like episode 93. Yeah, six, quite that's, a while ago. that's six to seven months ago, for yeah. sure. Uh, and this is the, we've called it uh, Sex with Aliens, we've called it Spectrophilia, I'm just going to title it Supernatural Sex Stories, because we have a combo of both. We got we got aliens, we got demons, we got ghosts. We're gonna try to give these people some advice with their sexual experiences okay. here, and I think we are qualified for that. Well, this is our third episode, <laughs> and we've done it, 
five I, Patreon episodes about fucking cryptids. So. See, th- these are supposedly real, though. Mm. The, the eroticas technically are fake. Maybe the Ninja Turtle ones are That's real. real. That's real. But, yes. Anyway, we'll start off with the first one's just alien sex. <laughs> <laughs> the following claims come from a man named Meng Zaogu. Uh, the date the following event took place was June 7th, 1994, and at the time, Meng was working at a logging camp near Phoenix Mountain in eastern China. I actually looked this up to make sure I knew where this was. So, Where, where is eastern it? Eastern seaboard of China there, and China's pretty big. Is it, it over by Korea? No, it would be, if you look on the map of the United States, this would be what? No, uh, this is China. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying dimensions-wise, okay. I guess. It would be like uh, one of the Carolinas. It's okay. about where he is in, in comparison to China there. So is Japan right right near yeah, there? Yeah, okay. it's south there. Yeah, yeah, southeast of him. All of a sudden, Meng took notice of a bunch of flashing lights and what he would go on to s- describe as metallic flashes. I don't Yo. know what the fuck that is. Well, I'll be... I mean, if... I- on the Creep It Real podcast, I had a spooky story about metal, a metal ball. So you've so. experienced this. Let's see if you and him have the same experience right. here. Now, initially, Meng assumed it just had to be a downed helicopter. And according to him, this is the most Chinese thing ever. He went over to investigate because apparently he was going to try to scavenge scrap from the crash site. <laughs> the Chinese are paying top dollar for scrap at this time. Well, it's like a helicopter just goes down. I better, don't care who's in it, I better get what scrap I can out of it. Are you kidding me? He was probably looking for a watch, a wallet, whatever (laughs) he could get. I guess. No, as he approached the craft, all of a sudden, he was knocked unconscious. Meng later said, Foom, something hit me square in the forehead and knocked me out. (laughs) When Meng finally regained consciousness, standing in front of him was a very tall, human-like female alien. He claimed that she stood at least 10 foot tall and had six fingers on each hand. But outside of those two things, otherwise look completely normal, albeit very tall human female. She's an Amazon. (laughs) Uh, I can't remember the other guy in the extraterrestrial love stories. He had sex with a very tall Nordic looking alien as well. So maybe this is what they are. Now, in some retellings of his story, Meng claims that the alien actually had fur-covered legs. <laughs> she, she don't believe in shaving her legs. <laughs> or it's a goat woman thing. I don't know. who. A the- black Philip lady. <laughs> it is a little confusing what happened next, but it seems like after coming into contact with the alien, he was then magically transported to his home. Then Meng and the female alien engaged in a hot and steamy sex session that lasted 40 minutes. Oh, does he say, now does that count from point of insertion, or is that foreplay? Uh, it just sounds like they just started fucking, to be honest with Woo! you. They're right in there. Maybe he had a boner the whole time. I well, don't he know. was comfortable, right? He was comfortable because yeah. she took him back to his house. So he. It's funny, like, when you read his story, it's basically like, I got knocked unconscious, saw the alien then we're fucking perfect so we don't know what really happened but anyway now keep in mind the entire time they were banging they were hovering directly above meng's wife and daughter who were fast asleep in the bed ew so they're like 
fucking in midair. This is one of them pornos where it's like the <laughs> stepdaughter sneaks in oh, and jerks God. off dad while mom sleeps uh, next to her. Basically, yeah, maybe he started that trend. Maybe. <laughs> hey, I would like to be the mom sleeping next to her because you get paid to just lay in the just bed. Just lay there? Yeah. And pretend to be asleep. Unfortunately, it seems like the aliens knocked him out or something. I don't know. I've never heard of an alien, like, floating in midair. Couldn't they go to another room? Seriously. Why did they have to float there? Is it a studio apartment? <laughs> in China, it might be. I don't know. After the sex session, the alien left, and Meng was simply returned to his bed. Now, after the sexual rendezvous, Meng had a mysterious scar appear on his thigh, of which... He had examined by doctors, and they claim they couldn't find a single logical reason why the scar would have been there. Hmm. So I don't know what the aliens are doing. But Sex Master Meng isn't finished yet. <laughs> About a month later, Meng claims that one night he was abducted from his home, this time phasing completely through a wall and was taken aboard their ship. After he was aboard said ship, Meng asked the aliens where his alien lover was and if he could see her again. But apparently they denied his request to see her. Well, that's fucking rude. It was a one-night bang for that alien lady. But why take him again? Oh, I suppose they're going to have to... Hold on, let me tell you. This is when the aliens dropped a bombshell on Meng. They informed him that he had an alien-human hybrid son yeah. who was going to be born on a faraway planet... 60 years from now, Meng said this later. They said in Chinese, but with a heavy accent, so it was hard for me to understand at first, <laughs> that they were refugees. Like me, they wanted to escape their former lives, so they left their dying home. This seems That kind of seems to be a common thing with aliens, though. They destroyed their own home, now they're coming here. Well, that's what humans are going to do. If it, oh, I mean, if we ever get off into space, more than just floating around there. Yep. I mean, we, we have to destroy. That's part of sentience, right? <laughs> I guess. We have to kill our god and become our god and all that stuff. <laughs> You've been watching 2001 too much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, definitely. After this, things seemed to return to normal uh, for Meng. The aliens would never attempt to make contact with Meng again. In 2003, Meng underwent a polygraph test in which he supposedly passed. Boo. Anybody can beat a polygraph. <laughs> Take a Valium. His wife apparently also forgave him for his sexual relationships with the aliens as well. Over the years, Meng apparently received small gifts from people after hearing his story, which included a Sony television. Hey, top of the line. A cow. And, <laughs> and a job at a Harbin University. As what? I don't know. They just gave him a job. Janitor? There. I Probably something. I don't know. They just... Gave him a job. I don't know. Head of the science department. So you got a TV, a cow, and a job. What more could a man ask that's, for? Hey, that sounds fucking great. So. Somebody brings me a Sony production <laughs> monitor, uh, uh, half a steak, Hell yeah. and a job, and you got it. I'll tell you all the alien sex stories you need. Yep. Right Easy here. peasy, lemon Wait. squeezy. What if after we tell his story, we get a cow? Someone sends us a cow. Hey, I'm open fantastic. to receiving meats. <laughs> I'm always open to receiving meats. You want a butchered one, though. You don't want, like, the whole cow living in your backyard. Oh, no. I thought when you meant whole cow, I thought it would be all wrapped up already. No, he, well, I mean, that's what we want. Rural he China, got, yeah. He, he got a real cow. He probably liked that better. <laughs> yeah. He probably needed it for something. <laughs> 
pulling the pulling the hay field or whatever they With do. It, pulling logs, I guess. Pulling I the log field. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next one. The Husband and the Ghost Question Mark by Brenda Dances. With wolves. <laughs> I am not sure how to explain this experience or what to do about it, but I really need help in stopping whatever is happening from destroying my marriage. I have gone over this story a couple times and tried my best to remove anything that was too graphic because I want to be taken seriously. I am 34 years old and have been married for 12 years to a wonderful man. Jesus, who gets married at 22? I, Old people, I guess. Older people. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm older than her, technically. I'm going to be older than her. I couldn't imagine have been married that young, but at twenty two, it happens. It yeah. happens. You at twenty two, you couldn't even afford a, a chicken to put on your rice aroni. I don't. I don't know who is going to marry me with my World of Warcraft addiction at that point. So. <laughs> <laughs> we have a beautiful daughter of eleven that we both love to spoil terribly. We are not religious, and before all of this, I would never believe a story like this one. I am trying to figure out how to tell this tale without sounding. Like someone that should be committed. We recently purchased our dream home in a more rural area of the state and have been settling in fairly well, at least until the last three weeks or so. Things started out with just noticing little movements in the corner of my eye in the bedroom at night. Shadows that would move when there was nothing to cause the movement. They seemed centered around the corner of the room by the walk-in closet. Hmm. At first... I just put it off to being in a new home and not being used to the way lights move when cars drive by outside. But since noticing the shadows moved, more things have been happening. This is pretty common, I would say. Well, let's see if the next shadow Shadow dwellers in the corners, uh, I I don't like them. Shifting around. Yes. You kind of barely notice it, and they just kind of shift yeah, there. Yeah, I called, I called the one in my parents' basement, Little Timothy, because, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if I was just drunk and was seeing the shadows move, but I'll tell you what, there was a couple times where I swear there was a little mm. little man running around. I hope by when we get through this, the same event that's about to happen happen to you as well. You know, with the shadow people. I'm starting to sound like Susan Slaughter here from <laughs> the show Paranormal I, Caught on I'm Witness. I'm sorry, I do not like her. No, she's awful. Everyone on that show is awful except for Kissel, but mm. now he's gone too. Uh, okay, so every time, every video that pops up, mm. she always says, you know, actually, I have experience yep. with this. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to punch you. I hate that. Like, mm. there could be fucking four aliens circle jerking each other she's like you know what this one time i've had this experience it's completely normal Ugh. like no you haven't sarah stop it susan susan <laughs> susan i know Slaughter. i know she's like placating to the show just so she can keep her job but it's like come on dude Ugh. shut Ugh. up awful i started to notice that the closet door was always open when i looked at it i was sure i closed it but the next time i walked into the room it would be open My husband thought I was just imagining it or that my daughter was playing a trick on me. We tested it together once by closing the door and leaving the room to check on our daughter. When we both returned, the door was partly open. My husband joked we must have have bought a house on an Indian burial ground. (laughs) I tried to laugh and accepted it as a quirk of the house, but recently things have started to happen in our bed at night. Dude. I- <laughs> Maybe they're on a quartz deposit, though. It could be. 
I have been waking up at night feeling the bed shift mm. for a while. I put it off to my husband rolling over and ignored it. Last week, I was again awakened by the movement of the bed. It was almost rhythmic. At first, I thought it was my husband rolling over, but I felt it again when I was awake. Have you ever had that sensation where it feels like when maybe you're just coming out of sleep and it feels like someone's sit sitting down on yeah. your bed? Yeah. I can remember vividly this one time I was staying at my parents' house, and I w- it was in the basement. I was sleeping there, and I remember feeling like a cat jumped on the bed. Mm. They didn't have any cats mm-hmm. at the time. It was very weird. Dude. And I'm like looking around. I'm like, what the fuck? You know that just... When a cat jumps up there, it's just like that subtle bump. There's pressure, mm. and you can tell there's a divot in the bed where the cat is now, mm. but it's like, yeah, there's nothing there because there's no goddamn cat. Thankfully, now my cat, Sophie, she acknowledges very loudly when she's jumping because she makes like this bird chirping noise. <laughs> she jumps on there. It's, uh, she's like... <laughs> Does she like to there. sleep under your covers and your feet? No, she likes to sit... Just take up as much room as possible and just sit sideways if possible. All four paws extended. Yeah, it's... God. Usually she gets up and leaves because then she realizes she's just being annoying. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you have to endure about 45 minutes of it. (laughs) My husband was asleep next to me, not moving, but I noticed his breathing was a bit fast. And I wondered if maybe he was having a dream. It was a warm night, and we had been using sheets to stay cool, and I was about to lay down when I felt the shift of weight again. This time, I was looking at my husband, and he he had definitely not shifted, but he did let out a low moan like you would in a dream if something was bothering you. I looked around the bed for this source of the movement, and I noticed a sheet shift at my husband's waist. His hands were both under the pillow since he likes to sleep on his back, hands under his head. On his back, hands under his head. Yeah, it sounds uncomfortable. I don't like to sleep with that. I'm a side sleeper personally. Definitely. I could see movement under the sheets at his groin and thought thought for a moment he was having a nice dream. Mm. But then they moved again and it wasn't a movement that a dream could have caused. I gently moved the sheets aside to see my husband's boxers pulled down (laughs) and him in an erect state. (laughs) I am not sure how to tell this and try to keep things from sounding like a bad R-rated movie. But as I watched him, things moved in a way they should not be able to move on their own. Ah, Penises and balls, (laughs) they do just kind of move around. If you look at a testicle, if you look at a testicle sack, those things just like... Squirm around in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Skin was moving like it was being touched, and he was breathing heavy. I was scared from not understanding what was going on. I thought maybe I was dreaming or going crazy. I said his name a few times, but he did not respond. I shook him, and finally his eyes opened and looked at me, and then he mo- moaned. <laughs> <laughs> I shook him harder, and then everything stopped. He was awake. Looking at me, very confused, I told him everything that had happened, and he told me that maybe he was having a dream, but he swears that he felt something down there. Mm. He said it was gentle, almost electric feeling of pinpricks and feather touches that felt very sexually intense. I was at a loss for words. I didn't know what to think or do. I was suddenly intensely jealous. Oh, he was still in a state and and said he could feel it faintly and almost wished 
that I had not woken him up. Well, that's a that's just a dickish <laughs> thing to say to your wife. Dude. Yes, very much so. I just looked at him a moment, not believing what he, he just said. Then I angrily got out of bed and went and slept on the couch. In the morning, I went into our bedroom to talk to him and found him asleep naked with all our sheets, his boxers, and t-shirt thrown to the floor. Jesus. The bed looks like it does after one of our own energetic romps and i could smell his lingering scent still in the Uh, air uh. that told me something Mm. had brought him to a climax (laughs) (laughs) felt like jizz in there oh god (laughs) i stormed out of the room and went to get my daughter her breakfast and when he got up he looked sheepish and guilty We didn't say three words to each other, and he quietly got ready for work and left me with my daughter and a whirlwind of emotions. I went into angry cleaning mode and changed the bedding that still smelled of him (laughs) and then started cleaning the rest of the house while my daughter played on her PlayStation. This story brought to you by Sony. (laughs) I wish that little, like, noise it makes when it turns on the play right there. (laughs) She asked if we were fighting, and I admitted to her I was a little mad at Daddy. She asked if it was because of all those noises he made last night. (laughs) And I looked at her confused and asked her, what noise? She said Daddy was moaning all night, and she wondered maybe if he was sick. (laughs) I told her not to worry, and I made her lunch. And talk to her about her how her school would work this year with distance learning. Oh, what the fuck? This is a modern this ass This is very tale. fresh. Yeah, there's like two very fresh tales in here. Oh. When my husband got home, I asked him what had happened last night. And he looked at me shaking his head and said he didn't really know. He said after I left the room, he felt like this flood of static pinpricks as you would feel when your arm falls asleep. It slowly crept up his legs, and he said it felt good, but it frightened him a little, too. I wouldn't like that. (laughs) No, that doesn't sound sexy at all. Dude, I hate when shit falls asleep. (laughs) When the feeling reached his hips and his privates, all the feeling returned even stronger than before. He said he remembered not being able to resist the feelings, as they were quite far beyond anything he had ever felt with me. You don't say that, bro. Come on. He said they went on and on for quite a while, and he eventually passed out and fell asleep. He told me he was sorry and he loved me and he (laughs) didn't want it to happen, but he was frightened by how seductive the feelings were and that he couldn't resist responding to them. I could see he was very upset and scared, so I just held him and told him everything was going to be alright. Nervously, we went to bed that night. A little after 2am, I awoke to the bed moving again and a moan from my husband whatever it was it was attacking him again (laughs) (laughs) i could see his state and i hugged him and told him it was gonna be okay i looked around the room and told whatever it was to go away stop blowing my husband (laughs) get the fuck out of here i pulled back the sheets and again his boxers were down and he was being molested (laughs) he awoke and looked at me scared and i told it again to stop and to go find somebody else he's taken my husband looked me in the eyes and gasped that he was sorry 
and climax. I'm sorry. <laughs> Remember Apologize came at the exact same time? I'm sorry. <laughs> I had never seen anything like this. I was so scared and jealous. After that, everything stopped again, and we just held each other, and he kept telling me he was sorry. I kept saying it wasn't his fault. It's not your fault, baby. <laughs> That's like the uh, the guy from Murder House. What, he just keeps apologizing? He has to cry and masturbate. Oh, yes, I remember that now. <laughs> this has been happening almost every night, and I am exhausted from the lack of sleep. My husband is feeling horrible about it, and he says it's not a feeling he can fight since it starts when he's asleep. Yeah. I don't know what to do, but I am jealous and hurt, and I don't know why it is doing this to him. I'm afraid something is taking my husband from me, and I can't fight it. <laughs> I know this all sounds crazy, and I must be insane, but I saw this site, and I read the stories here, and they all sound as similar to what we are experiencing. What can I do? I am at my wit's end. How can this be real? Adam, what is your advice for this this young lady here? Uh, get a lawyer. <laughs> hit the gym. Uh, delete your husband from Facebook. Do they have transparent flashlights that the husband could be using? Ooh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, well, this sounds like classic succubus, right, Cody? Uh, succubus something. I don't know. She won't quit jerking him off. But she's not collecting the semen either because mm. it's getting all over the sheets and stuff. So maybe not a succubus. It sounds like, well, the succubus, it's kind of like their long game, right? They kind of like get you off a whole bunch and then wear you down then eventually take over oh. i think that's kind of so they're in it for the long haul um so yeah this is step one of a succubus invasion of this poor guy i don't maybe call not don't call ed and lorraine warren but call somebody along those lines yeah try like, a priest i guess yeah i i don't know maybe move to a different house if he can i, I don't know yeah I'm sorry, ma'am, but uh, it sounds like your husband is uh, going to leave you for this ghost. It's going to be just, you're going to have to keep getting that jizz off the bed sheets every day. I'm yep. Maybe put like a tarp down or something get, for him. You and your daughter, get out of there. Your husband's <laughs> a deranged sex maniac. All right, next story. Sex with a ghost or in quarantine question mark. More? More. Yeah. This one's more of a, a column I found where someone was asking for advice. So this is pretty good. All right. I'm worried my friend actually believes she has been having sex with a ghost during quarantine. We went to college together, and but have lived on opposite coasts for close to a decade. I'm quarantining with my partner. She's quarantining alone. Both our cities have been locked down since March. We've always been close, but we've talked especial, especially frequently during this time because she lives far away from, a fa from her family and doesn't have a lot of close friends because of her punishing work schedule. In a conversation in April or May, she mentioned that she had been masturbating while thinking of a man who lived in her apartment in 1920. <laughs> Was there like a framed picture up still? Or a it's like a... I suppose a ghost can put mental images in your head, right? Certainly. Or maybe she saw his apparition and keeps jerking off to his picture. I don't know. Maybe she was watching Evan Peters <laughs> in uh, Hotel, American be. Horror Story. I'm sure there's plenty of ladies who masturbate to him. I oh, yeah. guarantee it. Oh, yeah. I assume she meant it as a fantasy, and we had a good laugh, but in subsequent conversations... 
She mentioned the man John and began referring to him when I mentioned things my partner has been doing, like her stories are complimentary. John said this, John did that, John is having a bad day. Uh Uh-oh. As her city slowly ends lockdown, she mentions possibly seeing an old sex partner again, but said she's worried John might get jealous. She mentioned John on social media without explanation, and a mutual friend asked me if she was dating somebody. (laughs) Yeah, 1920s man. (laughs) We talk over the phone, so it's hard to read her expression when she mentions John, but at this point, I know as much about him as I would about a real man she's been dating. I can't tell if this is harmless or if I should have a more direct conversation with her about it. What do you think? What do you think, Adam? I think quarantine is a lonely time for mm-hmm. your brain, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're developing a relationship <laughs> with uh, an otherworldly spirit during that time, there's a good chance that it's your it's your old head. Imagination. Yeah. Because things are uncertain, and you're not allowed to do certain things. So people are her. Her friend could be, you know, the type that's like a, a extreme extrovert. They don't like being home. Mm-hmm. They're forced to be home, and it kind of drives them crazy because they need that uh, interaction with humans. Yeah, they're maybe energy driving, vampires. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's driving her a little crazy. I, uh, uh, man, I love it. I'm an introvert, so I like it. <laughs> I love it. Yep. it didn't bother me too <laughs> one bit. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. Attack from an incubus or ghost by Invicuvic. I think it's Incuvictum. It definitely is. <laughs> so I, this person already thinks it's an incubus. He, yeah. He, he doesn't think it's a ghost at I all. I think he kind of admits to bringing it upon himself a little bit here. I am a 26-year-old male, and I live in India. About a year back, I broke up with my partner. I was very depressed after the breakup. I trusted that person very much. After the breakup, I started to stay up quite late when uh, when I had off days from work. I would sit and browse the internet as well as interact with other people on the net, which helped ease the pain. Hell yeah. I also visited porn sites. Hell yeah. Which interested me, and I was curious <laughs> about... <laughs> you could just say you wanted to go jerk off. Yeah, this is great. I was curious about, as I had never had a sexual relationship as such. Well, you never will. Uh, as the ones you see on that porno site. Uh, well, you can also tell this. English isn't this guy's first language, by the way, either. <laughs> I also visited porn sites, which interested me. <laughs> they generally interest a lot of people, buddy. The days were going fine up until a few weeks ago. I only ever heard about demons or incubus slash succubus attacks and was thinking that it was some kind of psychological problem with people. However, I am now being attacked by an incubus or ghost, which I am not able to tell clearly. Hmm. One night while sleeping, I awoke to the feeling of somebody touching my legs. He puts in quotations here, I used to lock my room door before I slept. When I got up to look around, nobody's there. Later, while I was browsing, I felt a tingling sensation on my hairs and also on my shoulders. In the days that followed, these touches continued, but moved to other parts of my body, which was not scary. Mm -hmm. But about three weeks back, I started to feel touching sensations near my pubic sides (laughs) and also my penis. (laughs) (laughs) What's a pubic side? (laughs) I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm assuming around where your genitals are. <laughs> Those are the pubic sides. <laughs> the pubic sides. <laughs> One night, I just closed my eyes and tried to concentrate to establish whether my mind was playing tricks on me or if this was a real <laughs> phenomenon. The sensation was somewhat kind of feeble. <laughs> <laughs> it was like stupid and confused. It I don't you know. You chose that word. It didn't know where the kitchen was. The pulsing touches that felt like some silk thread or like a very feeble electrical electric current which increased from the toes to my head like passing electricity and i could feel that pulsation in my groin in a very intense manner and felt like someone was touching well me. already this lines up with the the, the, the other woman's one. husband yeah so i i really think that that one might have been if Act- that's real that was a incubus succubus i think we have two more like demony ones uh i think they all mention the electrical pin feeling so maybe it is something i'm thinking i quickly shook this feeling away and immediately laid on my side within seconds i felt the same pulsation on my back near my shoulders and also on my buttocks at the same time i could feel that pulsation down on my anal opening Ooh. as if some male was trying to have sex with me <laughs> Now scared, I got up, unlocked the door, and went into my brother's room and slept in his room on a mattress on the floor. Where was he? What? Where was your brother? Make sure it wasn't him <laughs> trying to anally enter you. Well, apparently he went to his brother's room where he was sleeping. Allegedly. Okay, good, good. Even as I lay on the mattress in my brother's room, I was still feeling the sensations again and again. I never let this thing enter me. I always shook it away, but these sensations come in waves. I am losing sleep, and it makes my asthma act up again. Sure. I go to work, and even in the office, I am experiencing these sexual touches. This is really happening. This is not my dreams or something. I can't tell anyone because no one will believe me. Please someone help me by giving suggestions on how to get rid of it. So... What should this guy do here? Stay off the porn sites, maybe. It seems like the porn can bring him in. Step one, you have to stop touching yourself for <laughs> two weeks. You got to start okay. by that. Don't flood your eyes with pornographic images. That's right. just going to make it worse. Mm. I have no idea if this is going to help uh, uh, what's happening to you, but I will tell you, sir, uh, you're fucked. If it's a succubus harvesting your seed, then you're fucked. They're going to drain well, you. I think he's saying it's an incubus because it went for his poop shoot. Aren't they? Is there uh, any mythology in which they are interchangeable? They're the same thing. <sighs> I'm sure there is somewhere. I, I don't know. He just Usually the incubus is the male one and the succubus is a female one. Right. In the Dark Knight mythology, mm. that's what I'm thinking of. The, the they can change like, like a frog. Yeah, it's it's based on gender, <laughs> based on what uh, what kind of person they're trying to drain. Mm. I kind of feel like this guy might have a overly active imagination, sure. but or he's a troll. One of the two. Sure, we can't count that out. <laughs> no. when the website you get these from looks like it was made in the early 2000s. You got to question it a little bit. With like a black background with yeah. green, neon green I, I'm text. half surprised they don't have sparkly stars as the background, honestly. And a, a page visit counter. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Now, this one is close to one of my favorite ones. Uh, I titled it Alien Sex with a Jazz Goddess. All right. <laughs> All right. 
A woman named Pamela Stonebrook claims to have had one of the wildest sexual encounters with an, ex- <laughs> with an extraterrestrial entity that you'll ever hear. Pamela's story begins, like many other abductees, with aliens messing with her at a young age. According to Pamela, at the age of 8 or 9, she mysteriously had two scars show up on her shins, which she would refer to as scoop marks. Uh, I, I, wow, actually, that's very descriptive. Yeah, so maybe they're deep cuts. <sighs> I, I imagine, uh, did you have to do an art class where you like cut chunks out of the wood to make like a print? Sure, yeah. That's all I can envision when I hear scoop marks. They could take one of those tools, jab someone's skin on it. Yeah, and now <laughs> it just looks like a pink, fleshy <laughs> scar. Yeah. yeah. Now, Pamela believes that the aliens were simply taking tissue samples from her at this point. Sure. guess they kind of do that. As Pamela moved into her teenage years, she left behind the thoughts of aliens and instead focused on her musical career. Inspired by her love of Billie Holiday... At the age of 16, Pamela assembled a rock band that would eventually tour around the world, performing Whoa. in various nightclubs. Eventually, she would even be chosen to open the pay- Playboy Club in, I don't know what this is, Rapungi? Rapungi. Rapungi, Japan. So that's kind of cool. That's awesome. Around 19. Hold on real quick. Go is, ahead. Is this, do you, is this person real? Have you seen? Oh, gosh, this is real. You can buy her albums and shit. Wow. Yeah, I... There's not much about her background, but she's performed with a lot of kind of famous people, which I'm about to talk about here. Awesome. Around 1983, she eventually would transition into the world of jazz music. As her career progressed over the years, she would perform with such acts such as Kenny G, the Pointer Sisters, Hell yeah. Sparks, Hoyt Axton, Johnny Cash. Never heard of him. <laughs> Tammy Wynette. Yeah. And the pedophile Jerry Lee Lewis. Ah, oh, man, he, he should have been a nice guy. <laughs> okay, it was his 13-year-old cousin, right? That was his wife? Yes, absolutely. <sighs> gross. And I only know about that from the Johnny Cash movie. <sighs> it's gross, man. She would she would also perform at the birthday party of Gene Roddenberry. Oh! Hell yeah, Gene loved her. D- Burp, 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 burp. That's Star Wars. Whoops. Now he's a creative Star Trek. I know, but I was trying to sing the Star Trek song, and I accidentally started singing the Star I, Wars song. I think she performed at four of his birthday parties until he died or something like that. So um, awesome. Uh, she also performed at the wedding of Larry Flint. Wow. Playboy hustler. and hustler yeah. she's doing. Wait. Pl- oh, yes. Okay. I get you saying there. <laughs> You're gassy, man. Gassy. Jesus. Eventually, she would appoint herself the title of Intergalactic Diva. Awesome. Her albums would include such songs as Lilith in Exile. Awesome. Incubus. Awesome. And Alien. Well, that's right on the nose. <laughs> in her song Alien, Pamela would claim it contains the verbatim message of a galactic unity from an alien by the name of Basher. Awesome! Bashar. I know it's Bashir or Bashar. Let's go Bashar. Bashar. Now, Bashar is not the alien that Pamela will make love to eventually, but Bashar is a gray from Zeta Reticula, mm-hmm. an outer space metaphysician who regularly addressed workshops at the Encino Women's Center hmm. during the 1980s via his human channel, Daryl Anka. All right. Now, Daryl presents Bash Bashar in open and private sessions around the world where Daryl 
appears to be in an altered state of consciousness and has an open dialogue that occurs uh, in front of the audience with Bashar talking through him. So he could just okay. be completely crazy. So or this Daryl, this Daryl Anka is is uh, his human form. Well, no, he's just a regular human that somehow has a connection or Bashar chose him to be his little conduit. Gotcha. It sounds like a cult, to be honest with yes, you. Yes, it does. But uh, I guess the 80s in California was kind of wild. In 1993 is when the aliens finally started to make contact with Pamela again. One night, Pamela would be awoken to find herself aboard an alien spaceship. She would later say, On this short metallic table with these four little girls, they were very frail like greys, but they had wispy hair... Almost like chemotherapy hair. <sighs> they ran over to me and grabbed my arms and started calling me mommy. I lost it. I don't like that description. Chemotherapy hair. It seems slightly offensive. It seems bad, yeah. Now, it appears that after this abduction is when her alien lover came into the picture. Oh, nothing gets me hornier <laughs> than four little girls with chemotherapy hair. Alien kids. Yeah, alien babies. Well, she must have been having... Well, I don't. I guess they can take your eggs. I don't know if she was having sex with one of the others before that. I don't know. Mm. Pamela claims to have had a sexy rendezvous with this being at least three times. Pamela said she would be awoken in the middle of the night to find herself making love to this gorgeous blonde man. <laughs> I had no idea who it was since I don't bring people home like that. <laughs> but the sex was incredible, and I felt safe enough to just put my head back, close my eyes, and enjoy it. All of a sudden, the energy felt totally different. It felt aggressive, <laughs> and the entity felt bigger. Bigger than the person who was inside of me. It's pack and eat, apparently. Pamela said that while things were getting hot and heavy between the two, all of a sudden, the handsome blonde man started to transform into a reptilian. Oh, Barry Satiro. <laughs> Pamela later said... The telepathic communication was so intense and <laughs> sensual and emotional. It was everything you would want to feel to be able to surrender in a sexual experience. It was almost like every cell in your body was having an orgasm. <laughs> it had a kind of playful, kind of bad boy attitude. It was kind of sly, slick. It's really hard to explain, but he was definitely in control. <laughs> Have you ever had a full cell body orgasm every cell in your no. body has every cell in your body comes immediately no because i've never gotten to kiss a reptilian man <sighs> maybe i don't know you never hear about reptilian women or female reptilians no. always dudes they so. seem to be like a uh, patriarchal <laughs> yeah <laughs> society now after her sexual experiences with this dashing reptilian Pamela has a very important message for the world because most of the world believes that reptilians are evil, but she wants you to know differently. She said, Reptilians are not a politically correct species in the UFO community, and to admit to having sex with one, much less enjoying it, is beyond the pale as far as the more conservative members of that community are concerned. I am the first to admit that this is a vastly complex <laughs> subject, a kind of Hall of Mirrors, where dimensional realities are constantly shifting and changing. Certainly the reptilians use sex to control people in various ways. They have the ability to shapeshift and to control 
the mind of the experiencer, as well as to give tremendous pleasure through their mental powers. <sighs> oh, yeah, that she refers to herself as an experiencer as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so not an abductee, but an experiencer. experiencer. Because apparently she was coming in every cell in her body there. She didn't consider it an abduction. She was a mm. willing participant. Mm. And she has kids, apparently. Sick kids. Sick. sick. Kids. Four sick children. Okay, do you think she's crazy, or do you think uh, she? there might be some credence here? I hate, I hate <laughs> it, man, but like the aliens and stuff. You just really can't. It's tough, but I do think she's a little bit madder than a hatter, unfortunately, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. See, the thing is, I feel like if, if if aliens can fly around, travel through dimensions or whatever, I feel like they wouldn't need to have sex with you. They could just, like, knock you out, steal your eggs or semen, and then be on their merry way. Grow them in a little vessel. And I, it's like... They would steal from, like, Stevie Nicks or something, not from Pamela. <laughs> Pamela here. Stonebrook? Yeah. Who you've never heard of? Yes. Who opened the Playboy Club in yeah. Japan? Yeah. Because nobody else, Kenny G wasn't willing to do it. Yo, yes. That's, that would hurt his brand. <laughs> Fuck Kenny G. All right. Next story. Ella, my personal succubus <laughs> by Legendary. Legendary. I am currently in a relationship with a succubus. Her name is Ella. I first encountered Ella when I was up uh, night surfing on the web. I was looking for random stuff since I was bored. And I typed in porno because I thought it was interesting. (laughs) Uh, He actually typed in summoning angels. (laughs) Nothing of interest came up. Afterwards, an idea came to mind. I decided to search how to summon a sexual ghost. Oh, my. I searched through the results until I found stories of people who had experiences with sexual beings known as succubi. (laughs) I read through tons of stories. It got me very interested in succubi. I spent about one hour looking at this stuff. I I started wanting a succubus. At that (laughs) moment, my back started having this tingling. It went up and down my back. It was slow, in a slow, arousing way. My hand that was using the mouse started feeling a sensational numbness to it. I instantly stood up to shake off the feeling, but I couldn't help but have an excited feeling that I probably have my own succubus. So I went into my bedroom and laid down, waiting. For the succubus of mine. Yeah, that's how that's how you turn them on. You just go <laughs> lay down and pretend to be a piece of wood in bed, and then that just turns on all the ladies. Moments after I laid there, the tingling began. It started from my right leg and moved up and down my pelvis. Then it was switched to my left leg. My hands felt like they were being lightly touched. What about his pubic sides? Are they mentioned at all? <laughs> he uses an even better term for that area. <laughs> I started to feel this tingling all over my body. At that instant, the tingling went to my sexual area. Mm -hmm. It felt like (laughs) someone was slowly stroking my sexual parts. (laughs) (laughs) You can say penis. It's not that big of a deal. Sexual part is so much worse than penis. (laughs) (laughs) It caused me... To have an erection. I started to have this out-of-breath sensation, but it was very comfortable. 
I felt breathing on my face. Then this amazing, incredible sexual sensation started overwhelming me. <laughs> At the same time, I felt as I can only describe as a woman's soft bottom sitting on my sexual area. <laughs> <laughs> and in the mix, it was such an intense sexual tingling that I caught myself moaning at the time. I couldn't believe what was happening. Then it slowly went away. Hey, bring that ass back here, girl. <laughs> she's she's uh, edging him. <laughs> a couple hours later when I went to sleep, I had a dream where this short, black-haired woman, very hot, would appear <laughs> and we would have intense sex. And the next morning I woke with an intense <laughs> erection. That was the first time I came into contact with her. A couple days later, I started trying to communicate with her. I could not hear her voice, but it was like she was speaking to me telepathically. This guy's got schizophrenia. <laughs> I asked what her name was, and she said, Ella. I started talking with her, asking her questions, and she would answer everyone. A couple weeks later, when I was at, with a really good friend of mine... I told him about the whole thing, and he said that was creepy and weird. <laughs> You're <laughs> creepy and weird. Stop talking to me. Hold on. Then I heard him moan a little. Whoa. I looked over at him, and he was looking down at his sexual area. <laughs> Turns out... <laughs> 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 Turns out he was having the same experience with Ella. Are you whore? <laughs> He had the exact same experience in front of me <laughs> as I was in awe that I was in awe that no that not only was it in public, but that it was the succubus I had <laughs> as I became slightly angered at my friend and Ella and I left. That night Ella apologized to me for what she had done and I forgave her. Oh, it's okay, baby. <laughs> you can fuck my best friend in front of me. You can touch your sexual area. <laughs> Ever since then. We have been really close. Hell yeah. We just had to get that hurdle <laughs> out of the way. He's not into cocking, I guess. No. One month later, when I was moving, the sexual encounters that night had decreased to just a feeling light tingling to almost nothing at all. Since I read stories of the same thing happening to other people and their succ succubus would come back after a little while, I did not worry. One night while I was at my computer, I heard a female voice say my name. It scared the crap out of me, but afterwards, I knew it was Gisela. Now, the sexual encounters have decreased, but I have a feeling that they will increase again because I realize that Ella is trying hard to communicate with me better, and that is my relationship with my succubus. She, I, They're working it out. They're, yeah. they're trying to make it work. They're really keeping the lines open with each other. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. Just got to get them to interlock a little bit there. And you know what? Maybe him and Ella will work out for the best. Or they're just finding boundaries, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He, she's got, she, maybe she doesn't like to refer to it as his sexual area all the time. That's got to peeve her off. I know that would peeve me off if somebody <laughs> ever said my sexual area. Because that's not all it is. I pee pee from there, too. Mm -hmm. What if What if she's like, do you want, are you jerking off my sexual area? Are you sucking my sexual area? Yeah. Do you want to ride on my sexual area? Can I fuck you with my sexual area? Like, it's like. What is like my sexual, is my sexual area pleasuring you very much right now, Ella? Awful. Well. You know what? Maybe Ella's not used to being yeah. alive. Mm. She doesn't remember how this stuff works anymore, and maybe she is looking to take it to the next level with our man. I, I think that's what's going on here. I'm a big fan. <laughs> All right. Our next tale is The Copulating Couple. 
Now well, that's all couples, right? <laughs> I guess technically, yeah. I forgot I had the book called The Pregnant Ghost and other ghost sex stories or something. <laughs> I found it at fucking like half price books a long time ago. It's uh I would like to go to a half price books again. I wish, man. You can. <laughs> But you gotta, I don't like going in public anymore. True. Uh, you just have to, they have like traffic markers in the store you have to follow around. So I guess that's good. Yeah. The story comes from a 75-year-old lady by the name of Alice. Alice is riding the bus from Leeds to Scarborough when she struck up a conversation with a gentleman on the bus who just happened to be a paranormal writer. Hmm. As their conversation progressed, Alice told the writer that she didn't believe most ghost, ghost stories and referred to them as Tosh. That's utter Tosh. <laughs> what does that mean, bullshit? Yeah, it's just Is bullshit, it? Okay. Yeah. But Alice herself had a really weird experience she just couldn't explain, but she was hesitant to tell the writer because it was inappropriate. After the boss reached uh, their stop, Alice told him that she promised she would write the story and mail it to him. Unfortunately, it would be 18 months before the writer would finally receive the letter from Alice. Damn. Sadly, the letter would actually be delivered by Alice's daughter, Helen, who would have to inform the writer that Alice had passed away about a month prior. Either way, this is the exact letter from Alice. August 3rd, 1989. Dear Mr. Gibbs, it was nice to have your company on the coach from York last week. I'm sorry if I seemed a bit quiet regarding our haunting, but you see, it is a, of a rather embarrassing nature and not the type of story you tell a stranger. It is all true, I can assure you, and I have never heard anything like it and expect you won't have either. Well, but... that's a damn good lead up right there. <laughs> but I don't know where to start. It was way back in the wartime when it started, the haunting that is. We lived in a very old mansion kind of building in Loxie Road, uh, Leeds, which had been turned into flats, and my husband and I occupied the entire top floor. <sighs> Hubby was quite a bit younger than me, and the only man in the building, as all the other wives' husbands, were at war. But oh, he... I, I got to go to war. I'm at war. <laughs> How did he get out of it? That's what I want to know. I wonder. Maybe he's got flat feet. <laughs> Don't all British people? <laughs> Sorry. It's Sorry. It's a result of uh, years of inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> but he worked on the railway, railway, you see. Anyway, one night when he and I were in bed doing what married couples do. Copulating. We heard a moaning come from coming from the next room next door. Hubby thought someone was watching us, jumped out of bed, and put on the light next door, but the moaning stopped, and he didn't find anybody about. That's going to make your wiener deflate <laughs> like a like a. I, do, I, I think he's ready to go still. You think so? Fear boner here. Doesn't even care about the voyeurism <laughs> of this ghost? No. About a week later, the same thing happened again, and just the same, he didn't find anybody. Anyway, we decided to set up a trap and pretend to be doing it one night. <laughs> I made the noises, and my husband watched through the glass panel at the top of the door, but nothing happened. You ain't gonna fool him like that. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Though we were frightened at first, we got used to the moaning, Ugh. which happened every time we did it, though we could never explain what caused it. Anyway, one of the nights we were doing it, we had left the door to the next room open by mistake. Mm. I looked through 
to where the moaning was coming from and couldn't believe my eyes because on the floor was another couple doing it at the exact same time. And they own the whole top floor. Nobody right. else should be up Nobody there fucking. Nobody should be up there. I grabbed my husband's head and said, Jim, look Jim in the parlor. My husband jumped up swearing and Fuck. asked, what the H? They thought they were doing, but as he got up, they vanished into thin air. It was then that we knew we had ghosts. Textbook. We always left the door open after that, and always they were doing it when we were. Well, for a couple times anyway, because we couldn't stand it and move to another flat. Who the ghosts were, we don't know. No one else ever said they had seen ghosts in the building, and though my husband tried to find out the history of the building... He never came up with an explanation. The man was about 30 years old with a full beard and a neckerchief tied around his neck, but otherwise completely undressed. The lady was fat and not very beautiful, as I remember, and they never looked at us or seemed to know that we were there, so why they joined with us, I'll never know. Anyway, they never followed us to our new home, and as far as I know... They were still at the building until it was pulled down around the 1950s. Jim, my hubby, said he thought it was like a reincarnation in reverse, you know, like us in a past life. What do you think? Though you might find it hard to believe, I can honestly assure you that it did happen on a number of occasions. Though I have told people we have ghosts at one time, I have never ever told anybody the full facts. Because of embarrassment. Yeah, it's real embarrassing to have sex with your own husband. <laughs> it's funny. Well, I yeah, I guess. Well, she's maybe a proper British lady. I yeah, don't know. Sure. They're uptight at that time period, yeah. I guess. I suppose, however, at my age, I am past being shy about something which happened a long time ago, and I would like the tale to live on after me. As it is so strange, the life of what no one might ever hear again. Please let me know if you will use this in your book. But if you do... Do not use my real name, though, my fa- for my family's sake, will you? Yours faithfully, Alice Wordsworth. I do, I'm assuming that's a made-up last name, but... Uh, yeah, yes, unless the author's just a dickhead and published the letter with her name on it, it. It's funny, she says, I'm too old to be embarrassed, but I won't tell you, and I won't send you the letter until after I'm dead, but I'm not embarrassed. That sounds like the British shame to mm-hmm. me. Uh, uh, okay, so... Let's break this down a little bit, okay. right? If that is, in fact, like a reflection mm-hmm. uh, of a different time or maybe a different universe, sure, that could be. But what if it's that's the only time these ghosts can fuck? Is they steal when, your sexual energy. Yeah. So then they could actually show their love to each other when you are putting that out in the world. Very, uh, It's very possible. It's very interesting. I've never heard anything like that before. Hmm. Like Since we're, they're British, like they're just mean about like they they don't realize how much they're hurting that goddamn ghost feelings by not banging i just keep the door closed keep the door closed and put on some fucking barry white could you i mean yeah no they wouldn't have had a record player in the 40s what did they cody what do you think when do you think records were invented well i mean they're not gonna have the newest beatles album that's true yeah they're not gonna have barry white yeah Yeah, they i mean what's the sexiest thing you can listen to then things that bother you no that's like the (laughs) 80s they're uh Putting on the Ritz. There you go. They, I mean, they're not going to have a Druid album to listen to, obviously. And we know that that makes yeah. you... It's the most sexual album you can ever listen to. I promise you that. It makes you fucking fertile. <laughs> All right. We'll go to our last story here. 
I think a spirit is having sex with me. By <laughs> I think you're right, ma'am. I am a 48-year-old female. I believe I have recently become aware of two spirits that I am not that I now believe have been with me since I was a little girl. I feel like I'm going crazy. It's as if I'm suddenly talking to myself and imagining things. Yeah. Can anybody help me with this? Tell me if it seems real or what? Please. A couple of months ago, I started waking up several times during the night. Every time I would fall asleep, I would wake up with this adrenaline rush feeling in my gut, and my groin area would be dripping wetty, wet sweaty. I, I thought something was really wrong with me, some kind of illness or something. It didn't seem like hot flashes because only my groin area was sweaty. <laughs> Does she ever get the birds and the bees talk? I, I don't think she understands what. I don't think that's sweat, that's baby. Natural. <laughs> yeah. If I if I lay awake at night, it wouldn't happen. It only happens when I fall asleep. I almost didn't want to fall asleep because I knew I would wake up all sweaty with a, a racing heart, like a panic attack. After se- after several weeks of this, one night I woke up uh, in this condition. However, this time. I was somehow aware that what hap- what had happened to me was that a spirit presence was somehow involved with me sexually. I was very sexually aroused and orgasmed. Mm, so now she knows it's not sweat. <laughs> From that point on, when I'd wake up in this condition, I'd say, oh, it's you again. <laughs> then I would feel unbelievable sexual energy and would offer myself to him. And it was an awesome experience. Hell yeah. In my mind's eye, I soon began seeing translucent images of him. He is not a man. He is some greenish lizard dinosaur type creature. He is not mean or scary. All he wants to do is arouse me and play together sexually. It is as if he wants to transfer sexual energy into me. Now, out of the blue, I will walk into the bedroom and suddenly I will feel a strong sexual energy come over my groin area and will be aware of his presence. I'll talk to him and start to offer myself to him and I feel such unbelievable sexual energy pleasure. He does not talk to me. I think he is purely energy. All there is between us is a sharing of intense sexual energy and lust. Now, a female spirit has came into the picture, and she talks to me. Aww. She told me the male was only here to have sex and pleasure with me, but she was here to direct me and use him for her benefit. Oh. What the fuck? All of this seems to be uh, imagination or talking to myself, yet the, the sweating, the energy, and the feeling of his presence seems so extremely real. That's about all of it for now. Thank you for reading my story. So what's going on with her? What's okay. going on down there? All right. So she's having these sex dreams, mm-hmm. right? She loves it. Mm-hmm. She's very horny for the first time. She's 48 years old. She... Is having all of these sex dreams, right? I think that's another peak age for ladies. I think. 48's a peak age. Like around that area. So the man is taking care of her Mm. womanly urges. And the woman spirit is taking care of her emotional needs. So both of them together create a perfect little lover. Kind of like a Gemini situation. So you think she's probably having... 
a lady wet dream maybe yeah definitely something like that she read a romance novel and is having lady wet dreams it makes me very uncomfortable when you refer to it as sweaty groin area but what are you gonna do i mean that's what causes chafing you know yeah i chafe all the time if i'm not careful it's perfectly fine to say like hey i'm just turned on I feel like that's perfectly fine. Unless so. she doesn't know that that's what it is. Mm. Like, she is mistaking it as sweat, but that would be Kinda weird. Kind of weird, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I Maybe somebody will reach out to us and inform us here. I think... I, I don't know. She just... I, I don't know. What do you... Do you think... All any of these stories have validity to them, or do you think they're just... I think everyone's experience has mm. some validity. Mm-hmm. Uh some of these I feel like were written with the a, a purpose of making people laugh or maybe mm-hmm. turning people on. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> but there's a couple that, you know, the shared experiences of the tinglies. Right. A lot of tingling, a lot of groin areas, a lot of private areas. Right. Pubic sides. Pubic sides. They uh, they know where the, the sexual organs are. I just don't want to discount anyone's experience unless right. they're just being a malicious liar for right. no reason. We... These are my favorite type of haunting stories, so we'll probably continuously come back to them because they're just too fun. Every fucking 40 episodes or so, we should do more more paranormal fucking. I think this is the one series that we have continued to do over and over. Unfortunately, the aliens stories have like a cap on them, but uh, the ghost ones seem to happen quite frequently. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Aliens are very particular about who who they... I guess, jerk off or fuck or whatever, so... You gotta be careful. Yeah. You don't want to get seen by too many people. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, fuck. Good job. Great job. Part four, I believe, or three, maybe. I'm not quite sure. What is Somewhere it? Somewhere in there. Four, I think. Fantastic. Well, great job, Cody. Appreciate it. Thank you. If you all liked it, you can leave us a comment on our website at bumblebuttpodcast.com. You can go there, type your query in the field... Hit the send button, it'll shoot it right over to our email, and we'll be able to get it right to you. We really appreciate all emails we get. Absolutely. Uh, another thing you could do while you're on that beautiful website, BumbleButtPodcast.com, is click on the merch section. Yes, please do. Buy a shirt, buy a sticker, mm. do whatever. If you're a Patreon, we have a coupon set up where whatever you pledge, you get that much off of the shirt. Right. So if you're up, if you're in the bowling for Satan tier. That kind of stuff. You're getting $15 off a shirt. You're getting right. basically $10 for yeah, a beautiful it, t-shirt. You can get the brand new Trapezoid shirt for 10 fucking dollars if you want. So, And, uh, you know, obviously this is just something we want to do for our patrons. to support us. We want to give them uh, cool merch. That's They support us. Mm-hmm. I want to support them. Mm-hmm. I want them to know where their, where their, where their hard-earned dollar is going. Right. Because it's not going to anywhere that's not. <laughs> upgrades for this place absolutely i don't think we've spent a dime on ourselves on that fuck so. no fuck that don't shit. need to that's the point of it yep mm. I, that's exactly it i love it and if you want to sign up for that you can go to patreon.com slash podcast or just go to the website the link is right on there as well mm. uh also follow us on instagram on twitter and in- facebook twitter and instagram at bumblebutt pod and at bumblebutt podcast you'll find us on those places and now it's time for the most important part of our show which is to hit the th- hit the follow button on Spotify <laughs> and leave us a review on iTunes reviews. Please do. We got um, I think it's five more. I also I think believe. so. I believe I I've 
We usually don't get this many in one week, so uh, it's thank you all. I love when I see on the Chartable update when it's like, you're up 103% on five-star <laughs> reviews. Like, woo! That's all we could ask for. And it looks like we have three written ones, three new written ones. Let's do it. We'll start off with Noise by Morgan G. They followed me randomly on Instagram, so I naturally had to start listening, and I am starting from the very beginning. Let me say... Jordan, I am quite saddened by your dislike of Qdoba. <laughs> <laughs> he was a hater, wasn't he? He was. What a dick. He's a Chipotle purist. As a line cook, it breaks my heart. Other than that, I've learned to look uh, past that for now. <laughs> These guys are genuinely funny, informed, and decent people. I think it's 100,000 out of 10, so thank you very Jesus much. Jesus Christ, that. yeah. It's thank a lot you. of stars there. Thank you, Kate. Uh, what was it? Uh, Morgan Fay. Morgan Fay G. I think maybe this second one you should almost read it because it relates to the email you've getting gotten. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're <laughs> yes. right. All right, I have it in front of me, and yeah, this yeah. is it. Answers a lot of questions from an email received in our <laughs> yeah. inbox. I believe it was like the <laughs> first line of this review and nothing else. So yeah. I thought we were being cursed. <laughs> so here it goes. This one is from Amy, aka Freya Cat. And it says, Paulo Mayumbo is going to be looking for you. They love Ricky Ricardo. Y'all can't act, but you're pretty freaking hysterical and tell the story accurately. You have to be millennials because you are lacking a bit in pop culture, but you make up for it entirely in being completely different and socially engaged. Thank you. Inappropriate in the very best way possible. <laughs> Irreverent, informed, bingeable. I like that. That could be Hell like yeah. our CNN uh, uh, tagline. <laughs> I love it. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't find your heads in a cauldron. <laughs> Seriously, I'm from Miami. I fear for my felines and friends. <laughs> I have some pretty freaky stories for you about our local crime lore. That sounds great to yeah, me. Yes, let's know. Pick up some old Edna Buchanan for some crazy stories. Also, follow the trial of Francis Samano, David Carmuga, Mady Bakir. And more in the recent massacre of my nephew, Michael Eli Carlson, murder, conspiracies, and drugs, Miami, Florida. And that is from the goddess queen of fucking everything, Amy. I think she is indeed. It's wonderful. Thank you so much. That was, Adam genuinely thought you put a curse on us. And I thought it, we, it was great. I thought we were in for it now, because yeah. that's the one magic I actually think might be possible. <laughs> But she's saying she hopes that doesn't happen. Absolutely. Us, so. Yes. There we go. Thank you, Amy. For sure. we read the last one here. Love It by Casey970. Great true crime slash paranormal podcast with some comedy in it. Makes me moist. Oh, Whoa. Thank you. Are you? Machi. I, I, could this be the lady from the last story here, Mamie? Oh, my. <laughs> what if it is? Maybe Hell she yeah. gets sweaty legs, for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming Casey knows the difference between sweat and female moisture, I guess. I yeah. don't, know. don't say that again. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. Fantastic. Good job. Thank you very much, everybody. Go to the Patreon. Go to the website. Go to the Instagram. Yeah. I already said all that, so that's good. I'm just making sure in my own head that I did that. <laughs> and I did it out loud on the podcast. You did beautifully. So I want everybody to take these stories, get yourself sweaty, mm. and fall asleep. All right? Cut up to your significant other or by yourself, however you like to do it. Get tingly pinpricks mm. on your penis. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. Have a nice weekend unless it's Tuesday. See ya.